one of my mentors always says that like amateurs monetize the front end, experts monetize. Or excuse, yeah, amateurs amateurs monetize the front end, experts monetize the back end. Ooh. So you get those emails and phone numbers. <laughs> you get those emails and phone numbers for free on the front end. Don't try to monetize them right there. Monetize them on the back end. Let me ask you, wow. what's, what's more value, emails or phone? If I could give you a million emails or a million <laughs> right. phone numbers, which one would you rather have? I'd probably say phone numbers, bro. Ooh. Okay. And why is that? Just because of the, the open rate? Yeah, the open rate is just a lot okay. higher. It's a more intimate space, you know? Welcome to the Pod Play, where content creators come to grow and monetize their audience. Listen, it's your host, Tyshawn Jackson, rocking here with my co-host, Ryan Ketchins. Yo, what's popping? I got my notes out for this one, baby. Uh, I'm pulling this up right now. And you better have yours out too. We rocking with the man genius over here. <laughs> oh my <Word>. goodness. <laughs> Long yeah. hat on care, baby. Who, who we got, Ty? Who we got with Have y'all seen this face? Have y'all seen it? Like, matter of fact, he, he just probably need to do this right here. <laughs> there you go. There it is. Y'all seen that before. Because, man, this brother here is prolific, man. I'm very proud of you. I'm very excited about what you've done and what you're doing. This man is really positioning himself to be and not even positioning has positioned himself to be an e-com force <laughs> and in all regards too bro because you dominate in so many markets we sitting here rocking with my man justin phillips welcome to the power play my brother thank you so much for having me y'all don't y'all are like family to me so this just felt like it had to happen no matter what so i'm Damn, glad to be got to family it. and multiple times like that. <laughs> hey, when, I, when i say family all that mean is you get game for free that's what family <laughs> yeah, yeah. means. i like that we're gonna work, hey we got that shit on, yeah. on wax well no see listen right, right, right. and not quite free because when you get game from rich niggas it's like you, the, the shit that rich niggas do Mm -hmm. It's like that costs a lot. Like just hang, just being around a rich nigga. It's like, oh, Honestly, oh we gotta pay two hundred dollar meals today. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, that's another right. thing. You know, having very successful friends, it does cost. And not even if they like because they're paying you anything. It's just spending time with people who are successful is already a paid mastermind. Mm. Yep. We talking hotels. Right. You talking going out, having a good time. I, I'm gonna spare y'all with the details. Of our trip at ClickFunnels in Orlando. Oh my God! Epic. But I'm—I mean, at one point, Justin got so bold, you bought every section in the club a bottle. Yeah. Everybody eats. <laughs> <laughs> he did. Every every section got a bottle. I, I don't even—I don't know why and, and they got a bottle. He wasn't, he wasn't satisfied. It was just too cheap. It was just like oh, that's the is. thing. See, this is this is what happened. I'll be honest with y'all. I'm used to the Atlanta bottle prices. So yeah. I've done this once before with my brother Tez. Y'all know Tez. Yeah, right. Yeah. And we felt so inclined to make a marketing spend mm -hmm. to buy bottles for everyone in the club. We felt like right. it was a good look marketing wise because it was an invest fest weekend. It truly was. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. now when we went to Orlando and we saw that the prices were not $600, they were $250. Yep. It was a deal. We said, well, let's buy three bottles for everybody. everybody. <laughs> Yo, we literally, it's so crazy. It was three. Everybody yeah. got three bottles. No, yeah. I was just saying. No, 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 no. It, I, I believe it was too. But the thing is, we actually had people leave their section, grown men, to thank Justin and the rest of the squad. And the women left too. And, Trust oh, me, the yes. women came, you know, inbound. <laughs> that was a, a really good marketing track. A lot of inbound leads. traffic came <laughs> after we uh, spent money on ads. That's a fact. In the club. So <laughs> oh. I don't know if we're going to talk about driving inbound traffic, but <laughs> this brother here is a master in all forms. I've seen it happen in real life and I see it happen online. Let's actually talk about that, you know, first. Let's, start about the, let's talk about the online. I want to start with the organic okay. because. Um, the Instagram has already popped up when your name popped up. So the people, y'all seen his Instagram. And for, for context, you literally have grown within the past 90 days to 120 days. Mm -hmm. You've grown from about 100,000 
followers on Instagram to now 550? About 550, yep. Okay. So that's about 400,000 followers? Yeah, I've been gaining like anywhere from two to 10,000 followers a day. Two to 10,000 followers a day. And when you see this brother's content, Mm. when you see what he's doing and how he's doing it, you're going to be absolutely amazed and pissed off (laughs) at the same time, time, especially if you like me, because I'm like this... I'm just, I'm like, this is incredible. Cause like, it's really great content. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna be honest. It's content that nobody else is putting out. And it's probably content that took this brother. How long does it take you to make those videos? Max an hour. I'd say 30 to 45. On minutes. average, wow. what's your viewership per video? Right now, anywhere from like 100K to 200K views. And then if it doesn't do 100, 200K, I'm like, I did something wrong pretty much. Mm. Yeah. And that's traffic. That guy, that's free traffic. Yeah. Free, free leads. And we'll talk about how you can maximize and monetize those. As well. I mean, how'd you come up with that in the first place? So the strategy behind it was my goal was this. Like, I knew that in my business, everyone needed manufacturers, but no one was giving them up. And I can go infinitely deep in that bag because mm. it was something I could always talk about. It's always a new brand, always a new product or whatever. So my goal was what are people hiding? What do people need? And then find something that I can go really deep into. And then I just started to post it about it. And then now the whole strategy was give away the best information that everybody's hiding and do it for free. That's like the mask magician when he was like, you know, filming him breaking all of these, you know, magician rules yeah, and kind of showing this thing. So are people in the marketplace upset with you about that type of content? I would say that it's like half and half. Okay. Because half- You've had people reach out to you about that? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And and just in this is context because some of the people that um, that I network with are at these higher level companies and then, you know, half of them are happy because you're driving innovation. So it's like you're forcing us to now innovate our fashion process because you're giving away the manufacturers that we use. So it's good, but it's also bad because if I'm at a Nike or something and then who is this guy giving away all of our manufacturers? Like Insane. what's he doing? So that, and then that's typically a business that is like very difficult to go travel to find manufacturers and get your own fabrics made and right. whatnot. But the way I look at it is like there's a kid now that's trying to get into the space that doesn't have availability to travel like I do, doesn't have a computer to get access to the information, and they need it. So it's like I look at it more so like let's give that information back to the people so that they can like go crazy. And then maybe they'll work for a Nike or one of these big brands because they got the game that they need. And for context, no. my brother, his, his videos is simply laced with him providing the manufacturers behind some of the most commonly known companies that we use on a regular basis. So you've name dropped a few. You name dropped Nike. Just give me an idea of some of the manufacturers that you've put out information on. Nike, Kith, um, Patagonia. Wow. Like all of the big, all of the big brands, bro. These are huge like, brands. Yeah. And, and your brand. manufacturer for, the, for that kind of company, that's usually like a best kept secret. Yeah. Because like that's literally the person that's actually producing your product the way you uniquely produce exactly. your product. So you're like a, a whistleblower. <laughs> I can imagine <laughs> they don't they, That's they like don't straight like company it. secrets, bro. <laughs> the other day. Somebody, the Craddy Patty formula, bro. Bro, right. bro, bro. The other day somebody called me a high level snitch. I almost lost oh it, bro. Oh my gosh. No, it's, it's definitely 
snitching. Well, because people but, don't <clears throat> typically have that like abundance mindset. Right, right. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Snitching. But his was his was beautiful. I love it. Like I started thinking about how could I snitch? Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you, I started thinking about yo, what can, who could I tell on in every post or what could I do? So I can regularly create content to drive this kind of traffic. And it's so provocative. Like it's mm. just it's, it's edgy content when you're doing stuff like that. Right, right. Very, which, which gets very. A, a, a lot of viewership. I can imagine. Yeah. That Where did that idea? Like, so that's another thing. As content creators, you constantly have to be ideating great, you know, great content, so you can then create. Right. Mm -hmm. It goes from ideate to create. So where did you even come up with the concept of yo? I'm going to start releasing con content about these manufacturers. Where'd that come from? I want to say that one of the homies, probably Amir or Bilal, they were just like seeing content of like people giving away similar type of information. But then they were like, yo, I think that you can do it in a way because you have more information. You've been in the field longer. So it was more so like, I think a homie sent me something. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, oh, I probably can do that a lot better and like give a lot more context. And I kind of just tried it, worked really well and just kept doing it. So the first time you did it, it went crazy. Yeah. Okay, and I was like, oh, okay, and you was like, oh, I got the light bulb just. Went yeah, off. and then from there, I just like quadrupled down on what was working, and that's it. Yo, listen, podcasting changed our life, and it could change yours too. You don't have to have a bunch of money. You don't gotta spend thousands of dollars in equipment, a thousands of dollars on guests. All you need to do is have that burning desire, a strategy, and a game plan. And listen, that's what we're gonna bring to you this Sunday. We having a free workshop. For any podcaster that wants to grow, monetize, and scale their platform, you need to make sure you're at our workshop. We put the link for you in the bio. So click it. Make sure you're there. It's at 8 p.m. We're going in. See you on Sunday. So here's the beautiful thing I love about Justin. Not only are you getting traffic, because I think a lot of content creators have figured it out, and a lot of content creators are broke. Right. Yeah. yeah. Most content yeah. creators <laughs> are broke. Yeah. But because they have this traffic, but they don't know what to do with the traffic. Mm -hmm. It's like you get the traffic and it stops right, right there. Right. So you got the traffic, but you actually taking the traffic to another level. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, I want you to talk to me about that because this traffic is more valuable to you than to somebody else because you know how to make money right. off each person that's coming here. So talk to me about that now. Like, what, uh, what does it look like to actually make money off the traffic that's actually coming, you know, and uh, coming to your page? Okay. You thinking about like, what am I doing or what do you, what type of context you want me to get? Well, just how are you monetizing the traffic okay. that you get? Yeah. Bam. So what I do is I give away all of the free information that I can as much as possible. Then at the end of the, um, the clip, I invite people to come to my free masterclass that we do every Thursday. Some more free stuff. Some more free game. So, and the way that I've actually kind of configured it as we have like this app that's called mini chat. So anytime I tell someone at the end of one of my pieces of content, yo, comment the word, whatever. Now they're commenting because they want more of the free game that I just gave them. And you know, Instagram is going to push that content more if you have a ton of engagement. So okay. now they're commenting and then they're coming to the free class. So now I do the free Hold on, class. Wait, 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 but let's slow it down right there because okay. you brought up a. T I, I want to make sure that people understand for context. You talked about ManyChat. Yes. That's an AI. Okay. Or, so yes. let's talk about what ManyChat does because you're telling people to comment yep. and how does ManyChat help you with exactly. this traffic? So when they comment ecom on a post, whoever's watching, just try it out. Let's see. And then they're going to get an instant DM inviting them to the free training with a little scarcity inside there as well, where it's like, hey, it's only 50 spots left, whatever it may be. So now. I have a 
<laughs> so, <laughs> so now they see the content for free, get a ton of value, comment e-com, get invited to the free trading automatically. My content goes viral because all of the, the comments are pushing it. And then now I do the free training. So on the free training, how we monetize this, I give away even more in-depth game. So the content is like 30 seconds. On the free training, an hour and 30 minutes of just straight sauce, exactly how I do it. I no do. strings attached, straight sauce. No, and then the, the way that I think about it is that you're increasing three things. You increase your impact, your influence, and your income. So when people come into the training, if I just give game to someone for an hour and 30 minutes, I impacted them. Now, mm -hmm. because I've impacted them, I've now simultaneously grown my influence with them because they're like, bro, bro didn't have to give me an hour and 30 minutes, two hours worth of game. So now they have an attachment. And then now I can increase my income because that's how we monetize. Give the game away for an hour and 30 minutes. If someone has more time than money, take the game and go kill it. I want you to be a testimonial for free. But if you have more money than time and you want to work with me and the team more closely, then you can buy one of our programs. That's genius, man. Cause, and, and realistically, if even if you was to get all of that free game, I mean, the likelihood that you'll be able to do it without a support or mentorship is yeah. relatively zero, right? This, this is the way that I look at it. It's like, what, let's think about Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, yep. Venus and Serena Williams. What are they all? Like, they're great. They're sports, you know, they, all of these great things, you know, like everything that they've done, they're the greatest, whatever. But what do they all have? They all have a coach. So <laughs> you're trying you're trying to be the best in business without having a guide or a coach. It doesn't really make sense because even Michael Jordan, the best ever at basketball, had a coach. So you're trying to do one of the toughest feats, which is be a business owner, but you don't want any guidance. So you're, you're right. Which is crazy because I think all three of those athletes, I think, actually not, not just have coaches, but they also have a trainer. I think they shared a trainer like Tim Grover, I think, yeah. who's, one of the, who's one of the best trainers in the world. So not only do they get a trainer, they get one of the top that even exists. Right. So it makes sense if they want to be successful in econ, right. you're going to want to get one of the best trainers. I, right. I literally had one of my mentors tell me it was crazy when I first hopped into entrepreneurship. Uh, I got my ass kicked and I had to get a job doing sales for mm -hmm. um, a moving company. And he was the only entrepreneur I knew at that time. Um, big shout out to Mitchie. He took me in. I was able to kind of get an idea of what entrepreneurship looked like in his wild ass unorganized <laughs> way. But he was right, still right. a million dollar producer. <laughs> right. And I remember leaving the company. He watched me leave. He watched me build a company. Me and Ryan built the real estate uh, company. He came into operation. And the crazy thing was that year he looked at operation, we actually did more than he did in yep. revenue that, wow. that year. Yep. <laughs> crazy. We told him how, how we did it. And the first thing we talked about was we spent 25 racks on a mentor. Mm -hmm. And he communicated to me, actually, we had a conversation probably for like two hours straight, about maybe about five, like, I think it was last week. He communicated that he was 100% against coaches and mentors in business wow. as he thought it was a snake-like opportunist based business wow. but after seeing and hearing our testimonial with how we spent this money to now even in the short amount of time this man has been an entrepreneur for decades right. yeah. and I mean wow. my little three four year tenure in entrepreneurship now doing numbers at the same level of him and saying it's because of my coach this man said yo Ty I've got I've had three coaches <laughs> in the past Since. year since and I completely, you know, say is I completely give it to you because you guys you you were the first one to show me that this shit actually works, mm -hmm. and 
show me how the return right. on investment works. And people are not thinking return on investment. Mm-hmm. they just thinking, oh, man, this dude here, I, he's an opportunist. He's taking advantage of the people. When that, That's not true, guys. Get you a goddamn coach. Right. As a matter of fact, so, uh, Jay, I want you to let us know, like, how do you, because, I mean, you're very successful in the game, yeah. and I'm sure you're not telling people to get a mentor without you actually having mentors and coaches yeah. of your own. So when you go through that selection process, like, how do you go out and vet a mentor? That's very good. So this is the thing. I always am looking for a mentor that has a specific need that I have that I need to get met. Okay. So even if I'm like reading a book, I'm not just reading a book a week just to, for the sake of reading. It's like, what exactly do I need right now in my business to put in place? And can I read something about it? Because I look at books more so of like a gold mine. And that's why there's a table of context. I open up the book to the table <laughs> right. of context and search for the gold that I need to apply to the thing that I'm going through in my life right now. Same thing with the mentor. So I think, what do I need in the business? And I'm very simple. I just need someone that is vetted, that has done the numbers, that has the recent receipts to show me. And I ask myself three very simple questions. Number one, do I think that it would be fun to work with this person? Number two, do I think working with this person will get me closer to my goal or further away from my goal? And then number three, do I have the funds available to make this purchase? And if the answer to those three things is yes, then I make the purchase. Message. Hey, this. Hey, let me tell you something. So one of the special things I like about you is because a lot of, it's, you know, I don't want to say it's a lot of people making money. It's a considerable amount of people making money. Enough people to teach other people how to make money. Right. But you know how to break the game down in a way that is easily digestible. Mm. And I found that, you know, when we've tried to pay for mentorships in the past, that these guys, some of them were successful, but they just couldn't teach. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I think at that point, it's like you have to have the framework around it. So it's like, yes, you can do it, but can you package it in a framework that is going to get someone a desirable transformation that they want? That's why Mm. I say this. I say that information is not that valuable. There's information on Google, YouTube, TikTok, (laughs) all of these. We flooded with information. (laughs) Right. So, but what happens? We get information and then we get overwhelmed or we get information and then we get confused. And what does a confused mind do? They do nothing at all. So information isn't valuable, but information from a vetted source that's packaged in a way to get you a desired outcome from A to Z, that's very valuable. And that's what you're paying for when you buy a course or a program, because you can get information all day for free. But what if the person on TikTok tells you to do something, the person on Facebook tells you to do something else, now you don't know what to do. You lost, right. So, yeah. There's I mean, no value in most that. Most people don't know how to package their information in a way that is going to get their client a transformation that they're desiring. And that's the thing about the information age, because right now the information age has also created the confusion age. Right. Like, we are, like people are very confused about what to do. Because before, when you think about in, like, the 70s, the 80s, they only knew, like, let's go to college right. and get it. That's all they, they didn't have any information. Right. right. Now, people got so much damn information, they don't know which vehicle. Yo, do I do real estate? Do I do stocks? Do I do Forex? Do right. I do the e-com? Like, what do I do? Like, people are so flooded. It's like and, an overwhelming amount of opportunity for yeah. them. There's too much opportunity. And right. if you look at the wealth numbers, they really haven't changed much. Like, relatively with the amount of people who are poor, Versus what they were, you know, decades back and now, is is the rich is truly getting richer, right. yeah. and and the poor is is, is getting poor right. despite all of this new information mm-hmm. that's being pushed out, which is truly sad. And uh, you know, the the next thing I want I want to I want to talk to you here about because I think this is super important, and it goes right back to what we were talking about with the traffic and how you move them, 
Because what I think everybody who, who's getting traffic online, any entrepreneur, you have to understand how to take your traffic and manage them at every level. Mm. And I think that's something very special about, I think every entrepreneur, you have to understand the concept, the concept of funnels. Right. Right? For sure. Because that's exactly what a funnel is. Right. It, uh, you understand what each experience your traffic needs to have in order for them to go from top to bottom. Yes. Let's break down what a funnel is. That's I'm what sure I want to do. Yeah, break, Jay, break that down because I'm sure people don't even understand what a funnel is. Yeah, so most people look at a website when they think about business. And the way I look at websites is like a, a glorified business card, like a digital business card. So, the, so would you say like a website is obsolete at this point? I would say in context because if I'm like, you know, booking for my nail appointment or something for a girl, like that's, I would use a website to book gotcha, that, right? Gotcha. But if I'm trying to get a cold person from not knowing anything about me to being a buyer, I'm definitely going to use a funnel and a funnel to break it down. It's just a sales process to take person from a cold lead to a hot buyer that okay. is in your business. And that's what we use in, in our business. Wow. And you and at this point you're a funnel expert, but <laughs> this thing Justin, I know it's gonna be a lot of people out there watching this and they like, well, I mean this dude has grown four hundred thousand followers in ninety days. This dude's got five hundred thousand total. This dude has a successful, you know, um, you know, clothing clothing brand. Mm -hmm. But right now, I only have 10,000 uh, followers, 20,000 followers, so I'm not quite ready to monetize. What would you say to that person? That's the thing. People think that they need to do, people think that they need to do something extraordinary. Like, you don't have to do anything extraordinary. It's like, you just need to do, you need to be one step ahead of the person that's on step A. So if you can teach someone to step B, then mm. that is extraordinary because People think that monetary value is extraordinary. Monetary value is cool, but let's just say I know how to beat depression or I know how to have two kids and still build a million dollar business. That's very extraordinary. So if you can do something extraordinary that doesn't have to be attached to money and you can get someone from step A to C because you're at step D, you can monetize between step A and step C. So I think people are having that imposter syndrome where they're looking at other people that are just, oh, six figures, seven figures, eight figures. But right. no, you can make a ton of money taking somebody from, I didn't even know how to build a brand to, oh, wow, I have a logo and a website now. It's a ton of money. In <laughs> Man, <laughs> honestly, imposter syndrome, that's a real big thing that's happening right now. Yeah. I hear a lot of people saying like, you know, I'm not uh, personally, you know, who, who makes this person qualified to think they're a coach and right. they've only been doing this for this amount of time. What's your thoughts on that? Is there a certain amount of time somebody needs to be in a space having success before they coach? Or is it solely based upon, you know, what you, you know, the accolades you've achieved? I think it's based on the <clears throat> accolades that you achieve. But like we said, it doesn't have to be crazy accolades. I think that as long as the things that you're saying and the things that you're doing are in alignment, then you can authentically coach. Because the first thing that people are going to think, and um, uh, Alex Hormozzi says this all the time, is like, what have you done? That's the first thing when someone sees a piece of content and they're telling you to do something, well, what have you done for yourself? So I think that as long as you can back up the things that you're talking about with proven results of how you did it, and you can even document the process as you do it and mm. show them. Because if, if you don't document it, we can't compliment it. So like you got to document the process and then show people, hey, I don't know everything, but I know a whole lot about this that I'm documenting right now. And I can teach you that. So I don't think you need to have a ton of knowledge. But as long as you are specialized and you're just not lying about the things that you do, you'd be perfectly fine. Interesting. And OK, so 
you got this 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 popping online following, right? Well, what's your main your, your main platform? Is is it IG? Instagram, yeah. Okay, so I know a lot of people who got even, you know, I would say, well, I don't know a lot of people who got five hundred thousand on Instagram, but <laughs> I know a lot of people who got, I would say, popping Instagram. Right. So in between that twenty and fifty thousand, maybe some of them even eighty to a hundred thousand. But they don't have like they don't have anything in place for them to collect emails right. and, and collect phone numbers. So I want you to talk about the power of actually owning your customer data. So vital. Owning your customer data is, is everything. And the reason is, is because what happens if Instagram goes out of business? I don't think it would happen. But what happens if Facebook, Instagram, whatever goes out of business? Then now what? Now what happens if Amazon, because Amazon doesn't give you your customer's information when you shop with right, them. A lot of people right. don't know that. So if I'm pigeonheld to this platform that does not give me the customer's data and that's where all of my customers are, then now I am in a very risky position because I cannot sell to those people in, in you know forever. So my whole goal is get the traffic that you have and turn it into traffic that you own so that you can use the emails and phone numbers to make money on the back end after you grab them. And like one of my mentors always says that like amateurs monetize the front end, experts monetize or excuse, yeah, amateurs amateurs monetize the front end, experts monetize the back end. Ooh. So you get those emails and phone numbers. <laughs> you get those emails and phone numbers for free on the front end. Don't try to monetize them right there. Monetize them on the back end. Let me ask you, what's what's more value, emails or phone? If I could give you a million emails or a million (laughs) phone numbers, which one would you rather have? I'd probably say phone numbers, bro. Ooh. Okay. And why is that? Just because the the open rate? Yeah, the open rate is just a lot higher. It's a more intimate space, you know? That's true. Because if I get a text, it's nine times out of 10, I'm going to look at it. Exactly. Emails, like, eh. Interesting. Okay. So, and what what other ways right now? Because I obviously see your organic is going absolutely nuts. What other ways are you using right now to drive traffic to the top of your funnel? Man, I'm on here. This great podcast with my brothers right here, man. That's a good point. That's a good point. (laughs) No, but um, here goes a million right here, guys. (laughs) Right, right. Because this is the thing. Because because the thing is, you know, you're doing us a favor because you're dropping this game for us. For you coming to the platform for free, Right. right? Love, but. Even though you're not making money from us paying you, mm-hmm. I know you about to turn this into some bands. Because then we'll take the content and then we'll do something with it. So, you know, amateurs monetize the front end, expert. Because I could have easily, and I'm not, I would never do this. I could have easily, hey guys, an hour going to be 5K. Right? <laughs> hey, easily. Be <laughs> hey, press that shit one more time, bro. <laughs> right, so, okay, we'll interview you uh, next year. <laughs> but now that's the thing, though. So, like, most people are so, so, like, just held on trying to make money on the front end that they don't see the opportunity that comes on the back end. Because I can take a piece of content that we do today, and I know how to work that content to make it make hundreds of thousands of dollars. So do mm-hmm. I want the immediate hit of, you know, whatever I'm going to ask for, or do I want to build a relationship I might need something from you in the future. You might need something from me. And then I can use that content to amplify it myself to make money from it as well. So you still wouldn't get yours? No matter what. You're going to pay me either in the front or the back. (laughs) I get it. I get it. Hey, we owe. No, so people listen. (laughs) And people got to understand that too. A lot of times we in it for that immediate quick hit. We want to get some money right now. But you got to always think long term, y'all. Think long term with how you plan on making this money. So right now, you saying that, yo, I got my organic traffic flowing. My man is pointing, snitching on companies, driving yep, in hundreds yep. of thousands of people. 
then he's doing podcast appearances and that's another great way because whether the podcast does well or not you don't even give a damn you're going to cut that content you're going to be able to put put it out on your platform you're going to be able to drive traffic there as well another organic uh, strategy that you got coming with with traffic coming into your funnel is there any other ones that's really hitting for you right now i do want to ask you real quick before you answer that one because the podcast because this is the thing we've seen you you know you know drop sauce on podcasts but we've also seen you you know host your own content right what's the difference between saying the same things on the podcast versus saying it with just you and a camera so i've never done it just straight to camera all of the times that i've always done it is like me and a friend are talking kind of like this and that's why i'm like looking to the side and okay the situation so well, I'm, I'm always doing the podcast play. I'm never the pod play. My bad. Okay, yeah, you're right. The pod play. Get that right, baby. Get that right. Yeah. Do you, do you, do you, do you see yourself putting together a podcast very soon? Yeah. So I can we, totally see that. We're working on one right now, for sure. So Listen, definitely. I already called it. I said, listen, y'all, watch. And catch it on wax right now. In the next three to five years, 80 to 85% of entrepreneurs, especially the one, bro, it's probably going to go to 90% if they have audiences will all have podcast because you have to at this point yeah it's just a consistent stream of content podcast means long form content right that's all podcast means especially for my people who really know how to take content and make money yeah it only makes sense to produce long form content consistently exactly which is why y'all got to figure out how to create these podcast platforms because the platforms are truly going to become assets because i'm gonna be honest we actually be gonna be going on a podcast a world tour very soon. Oh uh, yeah, yep. and got I'm you. I'm got gonna you. be looking for very valuable podcasts to go about being on because right. you, if you can tap into somebody else's audience that they've already built, right? That's a massive value. Massive value. So some of the ways that that we're doing is obviously we're doing podcasts and then we're also doing like shout out pages and whatnot as well. So that's oh, working really well. We gotta talk about and that. Let's, one let, let's talk about what exactly is a shout out page. Yeah. So there's different types of shout out pages. Usually you have like niche shout out pages on Instagram that okay. we're using. So you have pages that are like. Hollywood Unlocked and Wealth and Spiritual Words. So these are just pages that have built their own media company of a specific type of person that is watching for a specific type of content. Mm. They have millions of followers and you can pay to get your content placed on those platforms. So these are your world star hip hops, your shade rooms, those pages. Exactly. Okay. But now it's, it's a sauce to it, right? Because it's just not getting you. I mean, I'm sure it's some kind of formula. It's not just paying them and getting on. It's like a way you kind of got to fashion the content to be credible and it yeah. depends. So pretty much most of them will just, if you pay them, they'll post whatever you want. Okay. More okay. than likely. Sometimes they won't, especially like at the shade room level, they won't even let you use specific pictures if they aren't, like the person did not give you permission to actually post because they're wow. so big. They get sued. They'll get sued if they don't. And the other ones will like only let you use posts that have like Getty images in it. So at least they're licensable images. So the play there is you have to put content out that's contextual to each platform that you're on. Mm. So if I'm posting something on wealth, I'm not going to do the same thing as I'm posting on the shade room. So most people get it wrong there where I'm creating content specifically for each platform that I'm going to actually utilize. So now if I'm going on Hollywood Unlocked, I know that they're there for gossip, et cetera. So now I'm going to make a piece of content like, this is Kim Kardashian's manufacturer. So wow. now they're like, oh, I'm here for celebrity. 
who is this guy pointing? I don't care. He's talking about Kim Kardashian. And if I give enough value, the person that needs what I'm talking about will be there because they have a huge following and they'll come follow me because that's the strategy. I'm not trying to make money with those posts. I'm trying to get as much traffic to my channel and now I can nurture them with my daily content and get them to come to whatever offer I have. Genius, so man. you got to actually identify the channel, understand what type of content they will produce because that also has a lot to do with the viewer and how they typically engage. Right. Then you want to create content as closely related to what they would typically produce so you can be able to get as much traffic as you can from that. One million percent. And how much does it typically cost to you know work with a shout out page? Uh, they range anywhere from like five bucks to seventy five hundred. Typically, the ones that I'm going after right now, thousand bucks, fifteen hundred. So depending on the following of the how are the cheap okay. ones? How, how do the cheap ones perform? Like like um, a, a page that's probably charging two fifty to five hundred bucks. Like what what size following would they typically have? Probably about like five hundred k, two hundred fifty to five hundred k, and they perform decent. But once you're at the level where you're trying to get as much as you can from these pages, it's like I might as well just bump up that notch because you can do it to where it's like all right i got a thousand bucks do i want to get three pages that might get me a little motion or gotcha. do i want to go to the certified like okay i know hollywood unlock is going to do something so so how are you measuring the traffic you're actually getting from these pages because i can imagine it's like a whirlwind like you hit are you yeah. using the many chat feature because you can't use the many chat feature because it's not your page you can't, but I'm so how, how are you doing it yeah so the oh way, oh i like that one that's yeah. that soft sauce yeah so that yeah, no, we'll talk about okay, that. Okay, we can oh, we get okay. okay. <laughs> I, I'm always, I'm never with the gatekeeping, so we can get okay, a game. Okay, but, um, okay. you know, anyways, um, I pretty much just track how many followers I'm gaining. So if I know I'm going to do a shout out, screenshot my page, see how many followers I gain, and then I account for how much money I spent on the page, and then I'm adding up how much I'm paying per follower. And typically you want to be at a dollar per follower or less, and that's really a decent performing shout out page. So if you get a dollar, okay, so now... Are you confident that those followers become buyers? Because it's, it's, you also got to look at the quality of the follower, yes. right? Because a good follower is going to eventually end up in your funnel where they're going to be spending some money with you. Right. Have you been able to measure that at all? Or is it kind of just kind of throwing it against the wall and just... Yeah, so the way that you measure it is in like... Most people measure it in like book calls. So let's just let me break down a scenario. Okay. I pay Hollywood Unlocked $1,000. Boom. I gain 1,000 followers. That was a dollar per follower. That's yep. dope. Typically, if you are posting content, let's say I post one piece of content and maybe three stories telling people to go book a call, right? I might get 10% of those followers, or excuse me, 1% of those followers to book a call. A thousand followers, maybe 10 book calls, maybe, you know, somewhere around there. Now, maybe 75% of them will actually show up. So now let's just say seven for easy numbers. Okay. Seven people show up and then my closing percentage is 30%. So let's just call it three I actually close on, but my offer is a $5,000 offer. Mm. So I paid $1,000 to make 15K and that's how shout out pages are getting people a 15X return on their ad spend. And that's why it's such a, a powerful situation. And you getting that, you getting that, right? That return, but then it also doesn't factor into the brand equity that you're building. Exactly, and then also you might post something tomorrow and then somebody like book a call or come to the webinar or whatever, so. And just, just curious, because I know you are pushing people to more free workshops. Do you also push people to book calls? I, I, I test it back and forth. 
Okay. Yeah. Okay, so you'll switch it up. Has it ever made money? Yeah. Oh, for sure. So for one, I think it was like two weeks ago, we just did straight book a call link in the bio, and the calendars were filled. But oh. uh, some, uh, sometimes uh, that audience won't show up. Like, you know, so you, you might gotcha. not get a 75, 80% show up rate, depending on like if you're texting them, if you're calling them, if you're like, they call it triaging, like making sure that they're showing up in that way. So they both work. So if you guys got products, guys, that I mean, you're talking about being able to right. put a book a call link directly inside of your bio. Yep. And I mean, my man is fashioning his Instagram, how most people would typically use a website. I mean, your Instagram is murdering most <laughs> yeah, websites is, yeah. in yeah. traffic and conversion and how it's performing. But let me ask you, for a newer entrepreneur that doesn't really have a big following, they're not really getting a lot of traffic, would you recommend that they give value. They Okay, let's say they give value. They get 10,000 pieces uh, of traffic coming in to their you know, viewership and right. comments. and engage. It's go, It went crazy. 10,000 people came in, right? Should they have a, a system, if they have a product, assuming they have a product, right. should they have a system where they now give them more free game, similar to what you do with your workshop, or should, with just that few people, they be looking to book a call, to have a more intimate experience with that small amount of people? What should they do? That's a great question. It's going to heavily depend on the business model. So let's just say that I am a woman that teaches people how to color their hair, something very specific. Okay. Okay. For that, I'm probably not going to do a webinar because I can do a book a call and just talk to them about what I've been doing in my business and then showcase to them over the phone what I've been able to create and then just sell them into a 90-day coaching program versus it may be a harder situation to have someone come into a webinar about you know coloring hair right. and then have them watch for an hour and 30 minutes so i would say that those are the two things that i would be doing it would either be booking a call or going to a free class depending on the business that they have whatever the offer is depending on the offer that makes sense and i know somebody out there right now that they're ready to spend some money on some promotion pages they're ready yeah. to spend some money on paid marketing but when do you think um, a business owner, entrepreneur, influencer, a creator, when should they start actually paying for promotion? The rule of thumb that I always have when it comes to any type of paid advertisement is you only spend what you're willing to lose. Ah. So I look at it as an investment like crypto, okay. real estate, whatever. I'm not making an investment that I'm not willing to lose. So if you're in a place where it's like, all right, I got a couple hundred bucks that I'm not even mad if it doesn't come back, then that's when you're like, all right, I'll invest some money. In. I got it. So it's based on your risk tolerance pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> you, right. may, you, may, you may be like one of y'all boys. Y'all seem like y'all risk averse. Like you'll just jump into it. Risk so. it all. Me and Ryan have been known to put all the fucking chips on black 22 <laughs> on the roulette you, table. Push you. it all on there. <laughs> all right. And it's either going to go or it ain't. Hey. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, I, I think as an entrepreneur, the more you see yourself perform in different situations, you trust yourself. That's a fact. In different situations, you trust that you'll perform. But to really get true confidence in entrepreneurship, you have to consistently put yourself under pressure and perform. And that's only where that real confidence comes from. Not the yeah. fake shit where, yeah, I could do this. I watched the podcast and now I'm hyped <laughs> up. No, I mean real confidence where you know that I can take on even a new venture. Right. It's crazy, man. Me and Ryan went from a real estate company. I'm talking about doing real estate wholesaling. Yeah, this had is a hand staff to hand of 13. Combat. Right, right. <laughs> doing, yeah, doing this sales and marketing real estate business and then move to a Growing and scaling a podcast, which uh, don't have shit yeah, to do anything business. with real estate, went back literally 
from be, to being rookies and amateurs yeah. in a completely new business where we needed coaching and needed mentor. Went, went from being the coaches, the top dog coaches, to the mentees, all the bottom mentees all over again. And the thing about it, the difference, see, the, 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 being top dog in that real estate space is completely different from being top dog online. It's millions of dollars of difference. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that all, and and, and it's, it's about tens to 15 years of age. Because yeah. the big dogs in e-commerce is like 25, yeah. 23, <laughs> 21. Breaking the cash right. in. Bro. <laughs> right. I'm like, Mom, this is my mentor here. He, he looked 18. <laughs> yeah. And, but, he, and but, he's rich, Mom. And, and, <laughs> right. and he's rich. But at the end of the day, I mean, me and Ryan were both confident that we can yeah. go to a different uh, industry and perform. But it took us a while to really build that confidence up. Right. So you guys that's watching, as you guys, you know, put yourself in, be- in, in these predicaments and actually take action. Yeah take action, what's going to end up happening is you're going to develop this trust, you're going to develop these skill sets, you're going to develop this experience, and you're going to start playing a bigger, progressively, a bigger and bigger game. Because right That's now, so you're playing a, this, yo, this man is playing a big game. And let me talk about this. He, let me show you how he's playing a big game. Watch this. I don't even know the answer to this, but watch this. Just give me an idea. How much are you probably spending on marketing, call it, on a monthly basis at this point? What's like the marketing spend? Bare minimum quarter mil damn just so you guys understand what's happening a quarter million dollars on marketing a month that's like five electricians annual salary (laughs) 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 that's crazy so what what does that but what does that yield like what does a quarter million dollars in marketing what does that look like in in revenue and gross just gross numbers for a business yeah so i'd say i'd be surprised if it didn't at least double itself wow yeah that's not bad would you guys spend two fifty to make five hundred? Well, yeah, I damn I mean, sure would. Every person would put up a dollar to make two. Right. That's just how we work. I mean, and then that's not even keeping into account of like, let's just say you do a challenge and you do two mil collected. You know, like there's other because the audience is always building, you mm. can always extract at any point what you want to. But this is just like core business. Like that's if I only did that, then I would expect that. So if a young guy wants to, yo, if a young guy watching this, which I'm sure he is, and he's like, yo. I want to do what that guy's doing right there, <laughs> right? Where does he, like, and I'm talking about his Instagram is trash. He has no online experience. Great question. Like, literally, what is his first course of action if he wants to go about doing, doing this? And are you talking on the e-com side or just the coaching side? I'm curious. E- e-com. Yes. I mean, I think most people just generally just want to do something right. online. Okay, now that makes sense. So in the e-com space... I would say this is that me personally, I don't think that it takes money to make money. And I think that it's never a lack of resources. It's always a lack of resourcefulness. Mm. So for me, if I'm trying to get into the e-com space, I'm look, let's just act as if I only have, I have zero dollars. Let's, let's act like that. So that makes it more real. I have zero dollars. First, thing unfortunately, I'm, that's very real. Yeah. A lot of people with zero dollars. Unfortunately. So I'm taking I'm looking at anything that I have in the house and I'm trying to sell it very quickly. Try to get to at least one hundred dollars. If I don't have anything to sell, I'm going to Craigslist for free listings and I'm taking those things for free. And then I'm posting them on like, you know, offer up or Facebook Marketplace, et cetera. Also, people giving away stuff. You're going to sell the stuff. They yeah. Away. So I take the wow. stuff that they're selling. They're giving away for free on Craigslist, maybe beautify it a little bit, then sell it on some other platform until I have a hundred dollars. OK, now that I have a hundred dollars, what I'm going to do is one, I'm going to buy a domain for my website. Let's just say I want to get into like the dog space. 
dogcatchersgear.com. I don't know, whatever, right? So now I need to find me a product. So I go on Alibaba, find a dog product, right? Let's just say it's a LED dog collar. It lights up in the dark, protects the dog, whatever. Cool. Now what am I going to do? Buy one of those from Amazon, though, because it'll come to the house in two days. Now I have something that I can make content with on TikTok. So now I'm going to just make organic content with this new item that I have and put out a few pieces of content, two, maybe two, three, four pieces of content a day. And then now I have an operating business with at least $100. So wow. that's the e-com space. And then obviously you know, the coaching side is a completely different ballgame. He just and, broke it down for y'all, man. And what about your personal brand? Because, I mean, you know, you got this pop and personal brand. How important do you think a personal brand is to business in general? Personal brand is vital, bro. And the reason I say that is because we got to think about it. I was sitting down stressed, bro, like trying to figure out I got this business, my personal brand. I'm a man in general. I got to like work out and do all these things. How do right. I make it all make sense? So I realized that if you have a personal brand, you can direct it at anything that you want. I can build direct to consumer companies, whatever I want to do with it. So I said, all right, I'm going to focus all in on the personal brand, which then will allow me to do everything that else that I want to do. Mm. And the thing that I realized is that so many people don't do things in sequence. They just want to, I want to do it. And then they never get to the result because that's like me trying to like, like I always say, like run for president, but I didn't like go to college. I didn't, <laughs> right. like, I didn't, I'm not 35. Like I have none of the prerequisites to get this opportunity. So that's my thing with personal brand. For me, it felt like the first prerequisite to be able to do everything else I wanted to do in life. So if I build a big enough personal brand, I can do, I can make a lot of money, first of all. Right. I ask myself this is like, is, what's the most leverageable opportunity that I have? So out of all the things that I do, what can make the most money and what can impact the most people felt like personal brand because it's digital products, high margin. Mm. So now that I've made this money in personal brand, I can start a direct-to-consumer business without having to stress because I don't have any money. And then now I can use those profits to get into real estate, crypto, whatever I want. So that's why a personal brand is so important because it allows you to do everything else that you want to do. Only issue is that it's not very exitable like it doesn't have enterprise value so i would just always recommend to my personal brand and content creators out there because i know a lot of watching yep, yep. that make sure that you're building something outside of your personal brand that you can scale up so that you can actually exit that business in the future so this is the thing though like you you i think before you started building a personal brand though you built a business yes and your business was a part of how you you built a personal brand around the fact that you were someone who built a successful business sure. so if there's a guy who's also same guy, $0 in his account, not much followers, where should he apply his focus? Should he apply his focus in his social media so he can start building his audience? Or should he apply his uh, time in you know building and developing these skill sets to grow a business? And I'm, I'm going to be honest, building a social media is a business. Yes, but facts, but facts. Are we, I'm talking about an income-generating business outside of social media. Right. Which one should he spend his time building first? I say that there's two ways to do it. You can build the business first, then talk about it, or you can talk about it as you're building the business. Depends on what type of entrepreneur you want to be. So for me, I chose the route of why do people care to listen to me? 
all right, cool. No one cares right now. Let me put all of my attention in on doing something worth talking about. Mm-hmm. And then, okay, that's worth talking about now. Dope. Let's tell people what we did and then build my personal brand in that way. But I could have easily been saying, this is what I'm doing right now. I'm trying this out and this is working. That's not working. Like this is what I'm going through. And I could have built a personal brand while building the business. But at first I kind of had that mindset of that we talked about like offline where it's like, you know, should you be educating and like whatever. (laughs) But like I said, now my mindset is more so around like we have to document this, these things, because let's just say, you know, you fellas and me, we have a a son or something along those lines. Right. right. You're going to wish that you documented everything that you went through so that you can hand that down and say, Hey, this is what I did through my life. Watch the mistakes that I made or I didn't make. And then, can you imagine if like Jeff Bezos would have been like documenting the build of Amazon and like I mean, all this stuff? He's got some. I mean, he didn't. He didn't do it like you know you you doing it right in terms of the documentation. Right. But um, the even when you look at his old interviews, it's like oh my god, like this dude was on to something. Yeah. You know, even when he talked about where the internet was going and kind of why he named it Amazon and all these different things. So yeah, I think um that's huge because even once you get to that point, being able to show how you got there, because people will be convinced like you got rich overnight. Yeah. Nah. You gotta. Make Make sure that you, like I said, you got to document it so we can compliment it. That's true. And that's what people like, too. They they don't really like the success. They like the struggle that mm-hmm. it took to get there. That's the most important thing, bro. I never forget, bro. I had 30 employees at one time. Mm. And, man, just stress, bro. 30 employees. <laughs> I believe it. 30 employees. And then we started running out of money in the business. There was $12,000 in the business bank account. And payroll was 12600 for that two weeks. Pulled $600 out of my own personal bank account, put it into the payroll. Everybody's paid, and I immediately called a meeting in the back of the warehouse. Hey, everybody, we are out of money, so if you stick around, it's solely because you believe in us and you believe in the vision. If not, I don't blame you because we don't have money to pay you. So it just is what it is. That's the Zappos move. I think that's exactly what the CEO of Zappos did. Bro, (laughs) then we went from 30 employees to three within 24 hours. And everybody peeled out, and rightfully so. And probably three three A players, too, because (laughs) if they stay in there with no money, (laughs) it's like, listen, them them entrepreneurs right there. (laughs) So... So then, you know, but this is the thing. I went into, um, I went home that night and then I was taking a shower and I was just, I felt so weak, bro, because it was like, you know, you feel like you have failed. And I'm like, how am I going to tell my mom, my family, Instagram, all of these places like that we failed at this thing that was once so good. And then I just sat down and I thought about it like, damn, if I didn't have this business, what do I have? And I was like, I have the character traits that I developed, I have the relationships that I built. And that's all that mattered because I realized that the the goal while we're building business is who you become as you build it, not the fruits that come from it. Wow. And I was just like, all right, bet. So at least if I start from nothing, think about it like this. If you take all of the money away from Elon Musk right now, do you think he'll make a billion dollars next year? Facts. Yeah, he will. Because he knows how to build that company. So I realized that my worth is not in the business that I built. It's in the character traits and the belief systems and the relationships that I built while I was building the business. And that's most important. Yo, it's a young lady or a young man out there right now, like crying uh, right now. But first of all, it's a dude that's that hosting a podcast. My ass that's about to cry right now. First of all... <laughs> Like this, yo, I, I, first of all, I didn't even know that part. Yeah. yeah and first of all, first of all, deep, me and Ryan has damn sure been in that situation. Um, yeah, we have. I mean, yeah. even back in the real estate company, I can't remember yeah. where it was like we were looking at payroll and it was not adding up. Yeah. yeah. And you talking about like having to make some real sacrifices to push a dream come through. 
And you standing in front of everybody looking strong. Yeah. You standing in front of everybody, you know, showing no sweat on your forehead when you at home at night and you can't sleep. Man, yeah. you but have to. And that's I'm the sure part, that's when, the journey. When you cut that check for that 12600 I don't think people understand, you wasn't a part of that payroll. No. Yeah, right. So every literally everybody got paid. Except, except for you. Yeah. You well, got to make those sacrifices. You do. Like, you do. You got to. And I was willing to make that sacrifice to get, you know, everything that I have now. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I just knew. And I, I be telling students that too. It's like. A lot of people are so weary about making investments into like mentors and coaches like y'all talked about, like even your mentor was. But I was like, imagine if I never would have put up that hundred dollars for that first coaching call that I ever took from an online Shopify guy. <laughs> what would it have cost me? It would have cost me everything that I have right now because that was the only the first investment that I made. So I always tell new people in the business is like, don't ask what's the cost. Ask what does it cost you not to do it? And it would have cost me everything not to make that $100 coaching call decision. So it's, bro, you got to smack to. Look, 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 listen, listen, the bars are over with. All right. That's enough for you guys. <laughs> yeah. That, right? yeah they anything got, they past got, this, you're getting an invoice. <laughs> right. Because the game is heavy right, right now. <laughs> the game is heavy Yo, so right I, now. I know the game heavy when I'm like, I'm motivated by what oh, you're saying. Man. I'm like, damn, that yeah. was deep. Yeah, after um, the, yeah, it's a Saturday. Yeah. What was it? Today's Friday? Friday. It's Friday. Yeah, yeah, it's Friday. I'm working after this shit. <laughs> That's a fact. No That's fun. Fact. No fun. All right. And y'all better be doing the same thing. Yo, Jay, listen, this was phenomenal. Thanks. This was great game. I'm sure the people are inspired. I'm sure the people are educated. Let the people know how they can get in contact with you. Yes. So on Instagram, Justin P. And on TikTok, Ecom Justin P. That's pretty much my platform. That's easy. First off, they can just look your ass up. They're going to see you <laughs> over everything. They probably, matter of fact, I will be shocked if whoever's watching this has not seen you. Oh, wow. And yeah. listen, matter of fact, you type in J-U. That's that shit's popping up. Right. <laughs> don't, even, don't even type the whole name in. J-U, just look down. Whoever's below, just click it. Right. <laughs> it's this brother right here. But That's listen, amazing, man. Guys, listen, thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate you thank for you. going about joining us here for another episode. And for those of you who would like to also build a platform like this to get brothers like this. Guys, listen, it is my job and my career to get guys like this sitting next to me <laughs> and drop game. And best believe we're going to talk even more after this podcast Yo, is over. And, and that's the best podcast. Listen, we got to get something special for the people because, you know, you teaching people how to build, you know, like uh, clothing brands yeah. and, and doing some big shit on e-commerce. So, yeah. I mean, we got to get, you know, can we can we get some kind of special or something for the people? Whatever oh, we yeah. got to do. Listen, we, we didn't talk about this. We look, we negotiating for y'all live right here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, <laughs> right. right. We surprised Can I, can I get this. something very special? Yes. We can for, do something. For, for my audience here, throw throw something throw something out there. Let's see if we can make it happen. I'm I'm down. Okay, listen. listen. I want I want half off whatever you usually give to your people. I want half off for my people. All right, <laughs> we can do that. Like guys, hey, just for you it. guys. All right, that guy with no money in his pocket, you about to get some goddamn money in your pocket. Right? <laughs> right. Half off just for you. The link is in the bio. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I'm gonna put two links for you. We damn sure gonna have Justin's in there. Y'all need to be at that free workshop. I'll put it in there for you guys, and it's gonna be a special link. Yes. All right? It's our secret right here, just us. And I'm also going to be inviting you to me and Ryan's absolutely phenomenal workshop here. This is for only for my people that want to know how to build and grow and monetize a podcast. It's going to be this Sunday just for you guys. Go ahead, click the link below. I enjoyed you guys. I enjoyed you, Jay. Wait, one thing real quick. What's up? I want to just let it be known on record that I attended the webinar that you you gentlemen do and okay. very high quality.
great game as well. So if you guys have not been in the situation and not tapped in, I highly recommend that you do so. So I just wanted to make sure that. Hey, listen. that's a stamp of approval. If y'all listen, we can retire right here, though. Absolutely, <laughs> it's, it's, we done. It, we listen, made it. If y'all hear this and y'all still don't go about jumping in mm. to what we got going on, there's nobody out here that's gonna put you on a game that we putting you on in the space that we in. We run. This podcast space, and we put it yep. together. We put together a whole process and packaged it just for you guys to understand it. So, listen, we're gonna see y'all this Sunday. But thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the Pod Play, baby. We out of here. Yep.